Welcome to Winning the Inner Game. This is Colton Lindsay. Thanks for listening to the Winning the Inner Game podcast. I got to put a word in for my sponsors. First off, it's actually my real estate sales team in Utah. You can visit my website at www.the-wgr.com. That's www.the-wgr.com. If you have someone looking to buy or sell real estate in Utah, reach out to us. We'd love to work with you on that. Also, you can go to winningtheinnergame.com where you can join the winner's circle. That's my personal email list where I'm always sending out free real estate tips and tricks and also inviting people to free real estate trainings. In there as well is also a audio tools and training section that you can check out where I share a lot of the trainings that I do with inside of my own sales organization that will help you take your business to the next level. You gotta check out fearlessagent.com. That's the coaching and training company I started with over a decade ago. They're by far the most effective, affordable, and efficient coaching and training platform on the planet today. If you go to fearlessagent.com, you can check out a free 45-minute webinar that will share with you the five must-know presentations to take your real estate sales business to the next level. And finally, guys, I gotta thank my friends over at Mojo Sales. It's the CRM and dialing platform that I use to succeed at a high level in prospecting. So go check them out at www.mojocells.com, and thanks for listening. What up, everyone here following the Winning the Inner Game podcast. I'm excited for another winning series interview. We've switched the interviews over to straight podcasts, so this is going to be the first one that is just on podcast. I'm not sure if we're going to put it on YouTube or not, so make sure that um, you follow me, though, on my other places of social media. You can always find me on Instagram and on Snapchat at the WGR, and you know me, I'm on Facebook and YouTube as well. Today, we have got a rock star on here to, today from uh, Bakersfield, California, good friend of mine, Mr. Lee Barrison. Welcome to the show today. How you doing, ma'am? Thank you, my friend. I'm good, Colton. How about yourself? I freaking love life, dude. I am just grateful to be alive every single day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the same team, brother. Yeah. Dude, so I did a podcast with you, um, I don't remember, maybe last year, maybe it was earlier this year. I can't remember. And mm-hmm. I've just been watching you, ever since we got to know each other, I've just been watching you make some massive growth in your business. So that's why I wanted you to come back on the podcast. So before we hop into that, give everyone your information, like where people can connect with you um, so people listening can, sure. can, can connect. Yeah, no problem. Um, uh, again, my name is Lee Barrison. You can find me on Facebook. I am the officially only Lee Barrison on Facebook, so it shouldn't be hard to find. Um, you're always welcome to connect with me if you ever need you know, any, any questions, if there's any value I can ever bring. Uh, find me, friend me, and uh, let's uh, talk. Um, you can email me at levonbarrison at gmail.com. That's L-E-V as in Victor, O-N, Barrison, B as in boy, A-R-R-I-S-O-N at gmail.com. Or you can call me at 661-213-6857. Awesome. So, Lee, let's, let's really quickly just kind of – um, go over some, some basics and let's dive in a little bit deeper. So how long have you been working on going from just being a single agent producer to being um, growing your team and just going big with this? Um, okay, so let's think, Colton. So back in, uh, you know, we have a small team right now. Uh, there's a couple agents in the group and some staff, but we started our group on March 17th of 2015. So I, uh, before then, I was, um, 
I was basically, uh, uh, you know, a, a single agent. You know, uh, 2014 uh, was my best year as a single agent, but it was very exhausting. I think I sold 96 houses in 2014, and I was pooped. So after doing that, um, and then after, you know, networking and talking to, like, you know, folks like you and um, other people that are growing teams that are leveraging other people, um, and, you know, uh, learning that leadership skill, I decided to dive in, uh, in 2015. Uh, and that's when we started our group. Awesome. So less than two years, 2015 is when you really got the group going. So a year and a half or so ago. Yes. What mm-hmm. is the number one mind shift you've had to make in going from being a single agent producer to being uh, a team leader mm. and growing with sales agents? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, I really think it, it boils down to uh, making a mind shift of I'm no longer a real estate agent, but I'm a business owner. Um, and so the you know the, the the staff that you hire, you know, man, I got to make sure that I can feed them. You know, um, I got to make sure that my 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 books are tight. You know, I'm in the black at all times. You know, um, learning those things that I, I as an agent never looked at because I didn't give, I really didn't care as long as there was money in the bank and the number kept going up and to the right, you know, it just doesn't matter to me. So, um, but looking at the, at the, at the books a lot closer, um, uh, hiring, uh, and looking for great talent instead of just hiring out of necessity. Um, and then more importantly, Colton, I think, you know, the leadership side of, uh, of things, uh, was a big mindset shift. I, I learned for myself um, very quickly last year that I love leadership. I love, uh, you know, pouring value into people, taking an agent that, um, you know, didn't think that they could do it and they did it. Or, you know, uh, I told them to quit their job and they were fearful of doing it to get away from that steady income and me promising them and you know as long as they are with me i'll stick with them and we're going to get through this and you'll make just as much money this year or more than you would have at your at your job and seeing that success i guess you know uh and being a part of it has really been a big big thing in my heart that that i i've learned to enjoy so awesome man so you went from uh being a focusing on new contracts to focusing to, to hiring talent and leading them and training them and motivating them. This is the big shift. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yep. So real quick, and I know this is a little off topic of, of the direction we're going, but a lot of our listeners are newer agents, been in the business less than two years, and mm-hmm. I get questions all the time about um, they want to start hiring people, yet their production Ooh. is not reflecting you know, maybe 15, 20 deals a year. What would your feedback be to those agents that, you know, if they're at that spot, where, what should they really be focusing on? Um, you know, Colton, I mean, I, I think that through the past four or five years, and I'm sure um, in, in Utah you've seen a lot of these same agents that you work with, but, you know, they've been in the business for a year or two. Uh, the market's going through the roof. They didn't have to learn any skills or anything. All they had to do was show up, don't say anything real stupid, and they start getting paid. And then all of a sudden they think they – they need to build a team, and and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do more transactions and so on. Um, yeah. And and you know that's that's a scary thought because you know the market is now changing. At least in California, 
it's starting to go the opposite direction. And when those agents that join that newer agent or that, that, you know, that agent that's doing 15, 20 transactions, like you said, um, if they haven't been, if they haven't fought with the pigs when, and getting dirty in a bad market and the market does change, then they're going to turn to that agent and that agent's not going to even have a response or any advice on how to fix this problem. You know what I mean? Um, you, um, you and I, we've been in coaching for a long time. You know, I, I think for myself, I probably spent well over 150,000 bucks on, on real estate coaching, um, you know, and, and personal coaching, you know. How much um, have you spent this year just on coaching and training and, and mm. growing yourself just this year? This year, let me think about that. Um, so I got a business coach that I spend 1500 bucks a month on. I've had him. Um, I had... I actually have had two. I had one for a short brief time, jumped into another one, same price. So basically, um, you know, I'll, I'll wind up spending 7500 bucks so far on that. Um, uh, I got a real estate coach. That's about ten grand a year. Um, I've, and then, you know, individual conferences. Uh, I guess, well, let me think. I've flown out to Nebraska to shadow somebody. Uh, spent 3000 bucks on that plus... Air, air, you know, air, airline tickets and hotel. A um, uh, couple of my career you're, events. You're spending, I mean, just on your your coach, your business coach, twelve months. I mean, you're spending eighteen grand just on that one coach, right? So yeah, say, yeah, say yeah. 20, I said seventy-five. Say, I don't know that. No, okay, <laughs> yeah, eighteen grand. I'm sorry. So you're, you're safe to say forty grand a year. You're probably spending on on becoming better at you and your business. Yes. Yeah. So, so a newer agent should then first first be be focusing on their skills and their systems before they're trying to hire, right? One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, because uh, you know, uh, Colton, you know this as well as I do, but. Uh, if you're going to hire somebody, first off, hire an assistant before you hire anybody else. But you should never hire that assistant until you're actually producing at a level to where it's almost unmanageable. You know, um, so maybe 40 transaction is the number that comes to my mind to hire like a part-time assistant. Unless you're cold you know, think, and you're a little lazy, then that number is 30. But if you're Lee, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. You know what I mean? 30, 40. Maybe 50 sometimes. You know, I, I know some agents that don't hire out until they, they might get a TC, but not, a, not an assistant. So. But if you're doing 15 or 20, don't even think about it because that's just laziness. You know? when, and I've, I've noticed that they're not, only, um, not only are they wanting to hire, but they're wanting to hire a buyer agent first. What would your thoughts be on hmm. hiring a buyer agent first? Negative. Yeah, you always got to, you know, according to the MREA, you know, it's always get that uh, talented assistant in place before you hire anybody, you know, because that right there, if you're doing 40 transactions, um, well, hell, you could do 60 if you had an assistant by yourself. Then you don't have to split yeah. anything, you know, because that assistant's going to leverage all your time. Yeah, and you're going to work less, absolutely, you know. Um, so, no, yeah, definitely hire an assistant first. Don't go for a buyer's agent like most people do. They think that's the first hire, but it's not. So the first hire is is going to be administrative, and that's with any business, really. I've learned you've got to leverage yourself out there. So following up yeah. with that, when you are hiring, whether whether it is a transaction coordinator, an admin, assistant, marketing, or a sales agent, what is the number one thing that you're looking for in a hire? 
Um, I think loyalty. Loyalty is a big thing um, because, as you know, I mean, in real estate, people can become very unloyal quickly if they don't get what they want. Um, you know, and I think, uh, you know, a segue to loyalty is the fact that they believe in your system. They believe in your plan. They bought into you. And that, and if they do that, then they automatically become loyal, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I have been going through this learning curve, and the one thing, and I learned this from one of my mentors, Adam Markell, he said don't hire, hire based on skill, hire based on culture. And, and so getting mm. really clear on what your culture is. What, what does your culture look like with inside of you and your, your organization? We're, uh, we're, our culture is a very high accountable, uh, high energy um, prospectors. That's what we are. You know, we, uh, we believe in, uh, in, in doing money-making activities 75% of the day. That's our big belief, you know. Uh, we could screw off for 25% of the day, uh, but, you know, 75% of the day should be involved in money-making activities. And yeah. so, um, you know, uh, you know, I try to push like we we're talking about. I try to push on the skill set, how it's more important to practice and be prepared than it is to go on to an appointment. You know, because uh, if you're not prepared and you don't practice, then you look like a nincompoop when you show up at the door. What? You know what I mean? How freaking sweaty are you when you don't? get prepared like I remember when I first was so unprepared I was like sweating all over like clammy hands I felt so nervous and you, just <laughs> you know what I'm saying maybe you didn't go through that at first but I did and your confidence level shifts immensely when you're focused on your skill set hands down yes so um awesome so so I'll just put this out there if you guys are listening right now and you are in the Bakersfield area and, and you're considering a career in real estate or you're you're in real estate and you want to in, like double, triple, or quadruple your income, I would suggest you get in touch with, with Lee because he has – talk about a couple of your agents that have gone from being brand new to where they're at in the first year, year and a half. Mm -hmm. What have they done? It's crazy, Colton. I mean, you know, we've, we've got a number of them here. Um, you know, and, and, uh, well, we've got uh, a guy named Gary. You know, he's been in the business for less than two years. Um, he got his license the day we started the group, which is March, mid-March um, of last year. So uh, in nine months of production, he closed 32 transactions. Um, this year, his first full you know, 12-month uh, year, he's looking at doing about 52. He's on track to do right now. What does that mean um, to got, income? Uh, probably close to 200 grand. 200 grand. So he's yeah. less than, he's what, one year, two years in the business? Uh, about a year and uh, about a year and eight months, year and nine months in the business. Yeah. Okay. So less than two years um, in the business, and he's up to two hundred k. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's a prospector. I mean, you know, the majority of his business, probably seventy percent of it, comes from lead generation, from expireds, from for sale by owners. You know, um, uh, we've got another guy, uh, uh, Jose, that uh, came to me and when did Jose come come on board? Like March, no, it was like June, I believe, or May. Anyways, he, uh, yeah, and he, he was a full-time uh, FedEx driver. June, okay. June, uh, Jose signed, signed up, uh, uh, full-time FedEx worker or driver, uh, 12 years with FedEx, making 65000 a year, two kids, wife, beautiful family, 
very hesitant to uh, to to just stop. So I remember he came in, in probably May, and he sat down. He says, "Hey, I want to I want to join the team, but I'm going to quit in December at the end of the year." And I said, "Well, why are you going to quit in December?" And he says, "Because that way, you know, I can kind of like you know." Get, you know, get the nest egg going and kind of like, you know, wean out of FedEx. And I go, well, why don't you just quit, you know, two weeks? And he says, well, because then I don't have any money. And I said, well, what if you were to struggle for a couple months, but what if we actually got you up to making about 60 grand by the end of the year in real estate? What would stop you just from quitting? He goes, I don't know, man. I got to think about that. Well, the next day he calls me up. He goes, hey, I just quit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh he he's he here now? uh he's got what he's got three or four closed transactions he's got seven listings i think he's taking another one this week um he's got three three closings he's got a couple in escrow but he's got seven uh seven uh he's got four in escrow okay four in escrow three closings seven listings in 90 days so he's doing better than if he would have stayed at this other spot. Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And that, I mean, that right there, man, that's what makes me proud. That, that right there exemplifies the loyalty, uh, the blind faith, the trust. You know, I'm just going to do what you say. That's, I remember him saying that. I'm just going to do it. Hmm. And he did it, you know. That is so, amazing. So that's the result. If you're listening, you can have by joining a, a freaking rock star sales team. So the, we just got a few minutes left. I wanted to ask you this question because you've been in the business how long now? How long? Uh, 14 years. 14 years, and which is crazy because he just turned 29 last week. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I have two, two, two couple questions to ask. Number one is how do you think – the shift of how real estate and the speed of it being, you know, transaction-wise and, and how real estate is done today versus even five years ago. Has it changed or is it the same? Um, I, think it, I think it's the same, but it's changed. You know what I mean? So um, I think the, the, the pick up the phone and dial is still the most important thing, prospecting way to earn money. Mm -hmm. I think that the... Um, uh, that's about the only thing that's changed or stayed the same. I'm sorry. But I do think that, you know, the lead generation side of things, I guess, you know, has changed also because um, there's so many cool new apps and features and lead generation websites and uh, all these shiny objects that buyer um, agents buy into, you know, um, and they're, they're great, but, you know, uh, but I don't think it's something to leverage, you know, that, that should be like a, uh, you know, uh, that should be considered like a, a secondary alternative of making money. You know, you should never step away from uh, calling your database like you do so well, you know, uh, uh, asking for repeat business, FISBOs, expireds, old expireds, you know, calling those people, those sources that we know can can sign a contract tomorrow if we say the right thing, you know. So finding people um, who can find contracts is important? Still yeah, kind of. If, if, if you like that kind of stuff, you know. If you, if you like getting paid and stuff. That's, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> so what would you say as far as how, how, is, how do you think social media is playing into um, how real estate is done today and, and branding yourself? 
Yeah, so that that's something else that's changed or come along. Uh, some, we didn't have it five years ago, or we barely had it, um, or didn't know the strength of what it could do. Um, but yeah, I think social media is awesome. You know, it's uh, it's a great way to to kind of um, uh, solidify who you are. People can kind of watch you from afar. It's a great way to interview for a job. It's kind of like a job application. You know what I mean? They want to see your activity. They want, you know, um, I went to a to a, uh, a seminar last week, and they're talking about how Facebook can either be a liability or an asset. You know, it could oh. be an asset if you use it the right way. You know what it I mean? It could be such uh, a liability. It, such a liability. Right. You know, you know what's crazy so if you're, about if you're, that? If you're, I, sorry to that? interrupt. I want to, like, one of the things no, I've noticed fine. is I travel, um, you know, around the country, and, and, like, for example, Mega Camp in August, or I was in Orlando a couple mm-hmm. weekends ago, and if I go out, and, and at night, you start to see people get really hammered drunk, right? Yes. I started noticing that everyone is recording this on their phone. They're, they're staffing it. They're live streaming <laughs> oh, it. And I was like, dude, uh, I can't. I was like, you got to like, whenever I'm out, I have to like literally like walk away from cameras because I don't want to be involved in any of that. I mean, I'm very heavily involved in social media, but I don't want to be inter- intertwined with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, or, or um, I didn't know you were running for president. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I never realized how political you are. You know what I mean? Nobody yeah. cares about who, who you're voting for. Nobody cares about your opinion. Um, but right yeah, now at this time it. of the year, I still yeah, it, right. right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, you do give it. That's right. I, I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> you're the exception to the rule. So, and you know, but yeah, I mean, you just got to be cool with it. To speak on that, by the way, I, I'm normally not involved in politics and speak about it at all. I just believe so firm that the future, especially of our middle class, is going to be crushed. Mm. That's why it's so important to learn how to make a lot of fucking money – sorry, a lot of freaking money and demand yeah. money. Because if yeah. not, you are going to suffer going forward the way – really, no matter what president gets in, but really more so, in my opinion, if, if Hillary Clinton is. So learn how to make money, yeah. basically, and manage it. Mhm. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's, uh, but as far as social media goes, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I think it's something that's going to take over. It's going to get bigger, uh, if anything else. And it's, it's something to leverage for free. Um, you know who you are, you know, I think a lot of people, um, use it to, uh, as an interview process. I know some HR directors that have, you know, secret Facebook pages to where, um, you know, if they're, if they're thinking about hiring somebody, they're going to jump onto all their social media and friend them and, and kind of follow them for a minute just to see what their life looks like, you know? So. Yeah. Totally. Which, I'm, you know what, the funny, the first thing is when I get a new recruit, I'm I'm looking them up on Facebook. Oh, yeah. See what, see what they're like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or if you, if you, even if you have a client or, or a listing coming up, you want to see what the, who is this person? Dude. I got to tell you a funny story before we wrap this up. So about a year or so ago, Garrett uh, and my sales team, he had his client, a buyer's a client that he was working with. For whatever reason, I had to get on the phone with her. And I have this tendency to pe- pull people up on Facebook when I, don't, I haven't met him before and I'm talking to him on the phone. I don't know if, if you do that mm. at all. But Sometimes. It's so, funny. <laughs> so while I'm on the phone with this, this gal, um, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, hey, you look so familiar. Where have I seen you before? And then I stopped and realized, holy shit, I'm actually on the phone with her. I'm not in person. I'm just looking at her Facebook page. It was the most <sighs> awkward 
moment in my life, and then I had to say, oh, yeah, by the way, I was just looking at you on Facebook, so I don't think I'm too bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Okay, so so changing one more thing um, to to just shift up and wrap up the call. As far as with the you, investing, becoming financially free, because that's a really important topic to me. What what mm. would you recommend, and what are you currently doing to create that that mailbox money, that passive income? And what you, what what's your strategies? Man, there's so many ways. You know, one of my goals is uh, by, let me see here, I'm looking at it. It says, uh, by 2019, I want to have 10 or 5 to 10 streams of income, um, <clears throat> passive income. So, um, you know, rentals, real estate being number one to me, uh, that's obviously because we're in the business of buying and selling real estate. Um, my wife and I, uh, we've got 14 rentals right now. Uh, four of those or 14 doors, I apologize, 14 doors, but four of those were actual listing appointments. And so, you know, I had the ability or the, the advantage to negotiate that deal. A couple of them even paid me a commission, um, uh, you know, myself. And so, yeah, real estate, number one, by all means. It never, historically never goes down. Um, uh, you know, stocks and bonds is always good, I think. Um, but, you know, there's other investments such as a business, you know, um, possibly a real estate business or um or anything else out there, but you're not working in the business. You're just typically working on the business, and then that's what actually makes it a passive stream of income. So going from the self-employed, which kind of you were in 2014, to going mm -hmm. to the business owner where you're at now, to where it's not that I did it, it's we did it sort of thing. Yes. Once you're talking about yes. with your real estate, it's not that we did it, it's that my money did it, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Awesome. Yep. So what got you thinking that I, way? Um, I think in 2014 when I just basically exhausted myself, um, you know, in reaching out to, um, to other agents that are already doing it, you know. Plus, I've got a mentor here in town, you know. He's a great, great guy. Um, his name's Mike, and, you know, he and I uh, meet occasionally, but uh, when... I found out that what this guy does, it just blew me away and I wanted to be around him all the time. And so like, for instance, Mike owns 14 different pawn shops here in Bakersfield. He makes uh, about $3 million a year selling products on Amazon. And these products are like tweezers, uh, mascara. Uh, he sells uh, uh, um, uh, aromatherapy, you know, like the vaporizer thing with the essential oils. Oh, yeah. uh, so, and he made that much money in one year selling ridiculous products, you know? Um, and you know, when I hear him, like for instance, when I first found out that he did that, I had lunch with him. He sat down, pulled a cell phone out and I, I'm like, Mike, what are you doing? Tell me what's up with, you know, what's going on in your life? He goes, he pulled a cell phone out and showed me it. And he had like a little Amazon bank account on there. And it uh -huh. said like, I forget, it was like 8,500 bucks. And then there was a bank account with like 90,000 in it. I go, what is that? He goes, that, that 8500 bucks is what I made when I was sleeping last night. I go, oh. I want to know how to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's pretty cool. That showed me that, you know, there's a, there's a better way out there. Out there. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, one thing that I've noticed is the way the currencies go, the dollar, it's really strong in comparison to other currencies right now. But overall, paper currency is really, really weak. Right, in the sense mm. of 
what you could buy today for a dollar versus 10 years ago is night and day difference. That's what I sure. look at as inflation, right? And, and this is my new thought on this, in looking at new ways of currency. How many people do you know that maybe have like 100,000 followers on Instagram or something, which by the way, follow me on Instagram at the WGR, but how many uh-huh. can then get this free product shipped to them just to post, put a post about it, right? Mm-hmm. I've got this theory that the new, the new currency really is, is subscribers and followers, and, 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 and it's not just about digital currency anymore. I mean, dollars, if it can be expanded, if that makes sense. So, okay, man, yeah. anything you want to finalize up with this conversation? No, I mean, you know, uh, if, if anybody's listening and, and just, you know, needs advice or if there's just anything I can do to help their life get better, uh, don't hesitate to reach out. Don't be shy. Look me up and, and let's talk. So, Awesome. And they can check you out at, on Facebook. Lee Barrison, yeah. the only one out there. He's in Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Bakersfield, even if – I would just call Lee and just get to know this guy. Just go out with him and, and, and see what, what it is he's working on. And you might be surprised the opportunity that would grow as a career with the side of his organization. So, And you yeah, don't need to join the organization. Man. Just come around. Yeah. yeah I appreciate around, you too, man. Sweet. If there's anything else I can do for you today, Lee, create some value for you? Nope. Send me some uh, yeah. referrals if you got one. That's about it, brother. Awesome, man. I appreciate you. And for you guys listening, we appreciate you. And we hope you have a great rest of the day. We'll see ya. Thanks for listening to the Winning the Inner Game podcast. I got to put a word in for my sponsors. First off, it's actually my real estate sales team in Utah. You can visit my website at www.the-wgr.com. That's www.the-wgr.com. If you have someone looking to buy or sell real estate in Utah, reach out to us. We'd love to work with you on that. Also, you can go to winningtheinnergame.com where you can join the winner's circle. That's my personal email list where I'm always sending out free real estate tips and tricks and also inviting people to free real estate trainings. In there as well is also a audio tools and training section that you can check out where I share a lot of the trainings that I do with inside of my own sales organization that will help you take your business to a next level. You got to check out fearlessagent.com. That's the coaching and training company I started with over a decade ago. They're by far the most effective, affordable, and efficient coaching and training platform on the planet today. If you go to fearlessagent.com, you can check out a free 45-minute webinar that will share with you the five must-know presentations to take your real estate sales business to the next level. And finally, guys, I got to thank my friends over at Mojo Sales. It's the CRM and dialing platform that I use to succeed at a high level in prospecting. So go check them out at www.mojocells.com and thanks for listening. Hey everyone, did you like this episode? Well, be sure to subscribe and share it with a friend. If you want free content and world-class training on inner game, real estate, and turning the impossible into possible and the invisible into visible, well, visit me at winningtheinnergame.com and enter your name and email to the winner circle. We'll see you there.